Peace and blessings. The Black Coffee Podcast. The Black Coffee Podcast. The Black Coffee Podcast. Yeah. The Black Coffee Podcast. Ah. So cool you did this one, man. The Black Coffee Podcast. Yeah. Black Coffee. Black Coffee. Huh. Sex. Oh, power to the people. The people. Here we beat my fist. Twice the ball of what they call him. James Allen, Mr. No Assist. Elevate the masses. Step in my objective. No, no quits. Through the pot, let's take a sip. They taking shots, we taking trips. Pilot vision, you and I, a mission just to be specific. Got enough soul to not fly spirit. Got enough soul to keep y'all lifted. Follow my road and keep it spiritual. This be the ritual. Black my coffee, hold the cream. I check one, two, eight. Here we go. This is that windows down low. Turn me up. It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee. Yeah. This is that windows down low. Turn me up. It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee. Uh. This be that black coffee podcast. Black coffee podcast. Black coffee. Hey, hold the cream. This be that black coffee podcast. Black coffee podcast. Black coffee. Hey, hold the cream. Yeah. You and I world. Welcome to the Black Coffee Podcast. I am your host, James Allen. James Allen. The Black Coffee Podcast. Your safe haven for education and spiritual liberation. Hashtag power to the people. And long, and long live the ancestors. Hey, hold the cream. I bring peace and blessings to listeners all over the world. You couldn't be doing anything else with your time right now. But you are listening to the Black Coffee Black Podcast. Coffee, Black Coffee, Black Coffee, Black Coffee. And I just want you to know that I greatly appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Goat Behavior Apparel. This hoodie I have on is the Nation of Greatness collection. It is a special collection. Okay. Although it was released before Black History Month, it is not a Black History Month release. It is a Black Excellence Celebration release. They also have a nice collection of women apparel as well. The cotton candy reflective look is a favorite. And they have comfortable fitting track suits for males and females as well. So get your behavior right with Goat Behavior Apparel for those that create their own path to define their own greatness. Move different, behave different. For more information about Goat Behavior Apparel, please visit his IG page at goat underscore behavior underscore apparel. Or you can also email the owner at goatbehavioropparel at gmail.com. Guys, make sure you go to his IG page. They have some really nice stuff, really good gear. Um, again, at goat underscore behavior underscore pearl dot com. All right, so cool. Episode 8, COVID-19, Vaccines in the Community. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and get into the show. Let's go ahead and get into the show. So cool. The Guru. Another announcement. And I want to thank the listeners out there because I, I really do. Every time I open up the dashboard um, where we uh, host the podcast and... um. I look at the numbers and it, and it almost gets emotional um, the way this podcast is doing. And I just want to thank the fans. Thank y'all, especially if you've been rocking with us since the Black Awakening. All right. 
Um, just to be eight shows in, we're doing some amazing things. So uh, kudos to the listeners. But with y'all, we have hit the top 50% down percentile again. <sighs> Which means episodes, we are downloading over 150 per. I just want to thank everybody because, uh, you know, it just, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the most anticipated episode. So cool. Ready to work? Let's work. Episode eight, COVID-19 vaccines in the community. We're going to stay live through the first part of this. All right. So almost exactly a year ago, our lives changed probably forever in some cases as the coronavirus spread it rapidly all over the world. Loved ones have been lost and effects of his emergence has left many in a financial crisis. I myself am blessed to have had a job throughout this pandemic. And I'm very thankful for that. However, as the world desperately wants to get back to some type of normalcy, the topic of vaccines has been trending really hard lately. On one hand, there's a handful of people that believed in science. They believe that they should get the vaccine if they haven't gotten it already. And then there's another handful of people who don't care for the vaccines. They fear the unknown. They fear the unknown of side effects and feel like it's too soon to actually have a vaccine to be processed by now. So I guess it's fair to say that they both have legitimate arguments. Okay. And on the other thing, on that same side of that coin, there are documented facts that vaccines have been misused, especially on blacks. So what do we do? Some jobs are requiring their employees to get vaccinated just to stay employed with them. So do you quit your job if you don't feel safe? Or do you take the vaccine not knowing what's in that needle? So cool, this came up uh, when it came down through the pipeline uh, for Georgia teachers. Um, they said, uh, you know, we all families, um, black coffee. I'm going to go ahead and make sure my lips are right. They said, uh, well, you know, the test is going to be offered here at the school. You don't have to take it. You don't have to take it. But if you do take it, um, if you don't take it, that's on you. But when we require you to be back in school, you have to be back in school. Hmm. Now, the catch to that is what reason why that is so open-ended because there are some people who feel like they just don't want to get vaccinated. I know a lot of people who, who, who has, who's quit their jobs. I know people from all angle of this subject, and that's how we're going to attack this subject today. First, we're going to talk about the history of vaccines in the community, okay? We, you, you just can't ignore that, all right? You can't ignore the history of anything. Then we're going to talk about when vaccines has actually worked, okay? Um... I have, and all of this is based off real data. Of course, opinions come in when it comes to podcasts, but major, what we do here in the Black Coffee Podcast, we take information, whether it's old or new, whether you know it or not, and we just put it in its appropriate place for the time being, okay? That's what we're doing, okay? 
And then we're going to also talk about what about my job? We're going to talk about some financial uh, elements to COVID-19 that you will be shocking to hear. I can't wait to give them out. There's data all over this uh, podcast, okay? Important data all over this podcast. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, when you begin to talk about any type of medical field, any type of nurse, anything being, being administered, we have to understand that the white man has been experimenting on blacks for the longest. For the longest. Okay? Now, now here's the thing. We, as black people, we have been trained to basically trust and believe everything that a doctor tells us. And which we should, because they're, they're, they're a doctor. But when we look at slavery time and we look at how America does, let's understand that the white man always cover up their, their supremacy traits or trails. So what do you mean by that? They don't ever, they, they are never going to try to stop recreating how to, how to, to keep that upper leg on African-Americans. They're just going to try to recreate it, Okay. So fast forward to what I'm saying is now there's a lot of ways that they still do that on black people. It's a lot of ways that they, a lot of things that they still do when it comes to black people and they still experiment. And even as I was doing some research on this, so cool. uh, It's a known fact in the medical field. (laughs) They say black people don't give Organs. They don't get organs. They give organs. So it's something inside our bodies that everybody wants. But anyways, going back to that, going back to the research part of it. Doing my research, I have found so cool. Did you know that USC, MIT, Duke, and Yale all, all had their, they had their uh, research schools suspended because they was misusing the research that they were, uh, that was doing. And people don't know about this. And you would think that a school's as big as USC and MIT and Duke and Yale, you would think that those would be, you know, top echelon schools, but they have been, re- they have been historically known for researching on black people. Also, research centers, research centers have historically been placed in Black communities. That has always been the case. And the reason why is because, see, they offer us what we call, what we think is free care. Free medical care. We're going to give you something free. Okay? 
So remember what I said at the top of the show. They always trying to find a way to recreate it. So now you, you may hear research for money. We give you a little bit of money, we do some research on you. So even at the Medical College of Georgia, here in Georgia, have known to have stolen African-American bodies in their basement of their facilities. Now, I want to go back to something real quick. And I hate to stay on slavery time, but I want y'all to understand how serious that time frame was. Doctors were not paid the way they're paid right now. Okay? So the most money that you can make from being a doctor, you had to experiment on slaves. Get this so cool. When you, if you was a slave and when they was experimenting on you, if you was hurting, you didn't get to tell the doctor to stop that hurts. It was the slave owner who got to tell the doctor whether that hurt or not. Okay? So I want you to understand how deep in the mind frame they are when it comes to seriousness of playing over our bodies. So can you imagine that? You, you sitting on the table so cool and, and, and it hurts and, and, and no matter how loud you yell, no matter how loud you yell, that does not constitute you being hurt. They don't stop until the slave master tell you that, that you're hurt. Now, here's the thing when it comes to, because this never really stopped. We, we all talk, we all know about the Tuskegee. We're going to talk about Tuskegee. But this never really stopped. And the reason why this never really stopped, even after slavery time, is, be, is because there are no black doctors to blow the whistle. And this went on and on and on. I'm, I'm talking about after slavery time. Now. It went on and on and on. I'm talking about just doing things to black bodies that we don't know when it comes to research. So everybody may say, okay, well, what, what that got to do with vaccine, James? Like, you, you, still, you still don't have, that still don't have nothing to do with vaccine. Well, let's talk about when sometimes when they say vaccines have worked or, 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 or when, they, when, they, when they do work. But here's the thing. I, you know, from, from research, black has the highest uh, death rates when it comes to this vaccine. Okay, and they are more at risk to being in certain illnesses. Okay, so if if I know that as a black man, why would I not take the vaccine? And I know if I don't, if I know it's not, if I know it's hurting, if it could possibly hurt my people the worst, that's that's a question that I've been stuck with. Now, I want to say this. This show has been in the works for a long time. I see a lot of people who have been posting that they have taken a vaccine already. I just want to make myself clear that 
This is, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not telling nobody whether they should or not. I'm just basically giving my opinion with some documented facts. And as I was getting ready for this show this morning, so cool, I thought to myself, I said, you know, Jay, you gotta, you gotta pick a way. You gotta choose a way. You, 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 you can't go into this show, um, you know, yeah, you gotta choose one. And, 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 you know, I'm just, I'm just not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for my, for, for, for one. Also, research has also shown that the vaccine will less likely have more, more, more of a lesser effect on black, Asians, and Hispanics. Go figures. So you, you got to choose one way, Jay. And I, you know, I will never, I'm the type to never say never. So I ain't going to never say never. But I'm just never going to say never. So another thing I found out, now people will lean to measles. Now, I'm I'm, going to give the vaccine some credit. I'm not going to be one side. I'm going to give the, I'm going to try to at least. Um, When I was younger, I got chicken pox. Did you get chicken pox when you were younger? You got chicken pox when you were younger? Okay. I got chicken pox when I was younger. Chicken pox is not around that like that no more. What do you hey, uh, <laughs> What do you think? What do you think? Man. Real quick. That go over people's heads. It's, it's not around. Now, I upon research, I also found that, found out. That pneumonia is a common complications of measles. I didn't know that. So cool. Pneumonia is a common complication of measles. Now, and the reason why I brought up pneumonia because pneumonia is something that we we usually you know I, you know you got a bad cold, but you knocked down. Well, it was a couple years ago. Boy, I swear, boy, I was knocked down. That was something. I think that had to be COVID before it was COVID. <laughs> Cause I was I was down, um, so yeah. So pneumonia is a comp, you know. So those things are not around anymore. So does does do we credit that to vaccines? I would have to say yeah. It's showing because of the chicken. So we talk about what is a vaccine. So now we have to ask that question. What is a vaccine? A vaccine is something that, something that's supposed to control the potential severity of a pathogen. So it's it's supposed to control. You have to listen to wording and everything in life. It's supposed to control, okay? Not stop. I'm just going to research, research the research. And, and, and if anything I say you feel is wrong or you want to dispute it, you and I, world at gmail.com. 
I will reach back to you quicker than you ever know. Okay? It's supposed to control it. So so has it worked? Hmm? Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, research centers have always historically been stored all around our communities. We have, we have to, so, so we're the ones getting tested on. And I got a lot, I got a nice twist for you about that too. Now, here's the big kicker. So cool. I caught a lot of flack. Uh, what, let me see. It was maybe, um, what episode was it? Maybe the Black Vote Edition. I caught a lot of flack because I talked about how blacks needed education. And I talked about how blacks needed education. And it sounded talent, talented tenth-ish. Like W.D. Du Bois, like more like, like you didn't belong if you didn't have a college degree. That's how it came off to some. But everybody know I'm a Garveyite, so I don't believe that. But I'm, I'm saying all that to say, we want to vote. You want to ask us to vote. We participate in this, 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 this democracy process, and I'm going to show you how that's flawed later on. But we don't want to put blacks in those positions. And what you mean we don't want to? I cannot sit here and tell kids we don't need education and, and, and tell kids don't go to college and everything, and they don't be around that arena, around those minds. And that's why we're not in medicine. That's why we're behind in medicine. And the research shows that even the black workers who knew that vaccines were getting used, misused on specifically blacks. Because it wasn't a lot, it wasn't a lot, it wasn't a lot of them around. And I'm talking about after slavery. So I caught a lot of flack for that, but here I got some research. Here's the research why. And they said that's why. So, yeah. And then you got some, you got some, you really have some people out there. Talk to somebody who up in age. They'll tell you they don't want to go to nobody else but a white doctor. That's not how I want to be. God's willing, if God let me live at least 30 more years, well, I know I have to go. I need to, I need to be going to the doctor now, to be honest with you. I need to go to the doctor. And not nothing wrong with me, but, you know, I'm getting older. So I just want to make sure, you know, I get a little tired now. But anyways, I don't want to get off track. When I go to the doctor, I want to be able to go to a black doctor. But we're pushing our kids away from that, with that narrative. That that's 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 that that's 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 what we're doing. We're pushing them away from with, with that narrative. Yes, now there's no disrespect. There are a lot of people who never graduated from high school, makes way way more money than everything in this world. I get that. No hate against that, but we need to press forward to getting people on this. 
Okay. All right. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we got some more data and we're going to head to our next topic here on the Black Coffee Podcast. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, James, James Allen. James Allen. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, James, James uh, Allen. Allen. All right, so cool. So cool, you did. On the other side of the break, I yeah. talked about African Americans or blacks being in the medical field, and it was one of the reasons. <clears throat> that Caucasians was able to get away with a lot of things, misusing vaccines and medicines and using blacks for test dummies. I came across some data that backs that up. Okay, so blacks in the medical field, and we're going to also talk about social workers, because social workers are so cool. Those are the people that are telling our kids that they're crazy, basically. Those are the people that's coming to our homes and taking them out of our homes. In some cases, are in some cases it's validated. In some cases it's not. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, sixty-six percent of social workers in America are white. Twenty-one percent black. Physicians. 67% white. Hold on to your chair. 4.8% black. And the rest is Asian. Wow. Registered nurses. 73% in America, white. 10 percent black eight percent Asian emergency medical technicians and paramedics ten percent now these are the people let me read that let me say that one more time emergency medical technicians and paramedics ten percent Hispanic 78% white, 6% black. Those are some jaw-dropping numbers, so cool. So I say all that to say, we have to get our black Americans in the medical field. Now, here's the thing, so cool. When the Major League Baseball wanted more African Americans in Baseball, they didn't go around and ask a whole bunch of grown-ups. Well, they probably did. <laughs> but what did they do? They started up camps and getting more involved in the black community when they was young. So where are you going with this? This is what we need to be doing with our black kids. We have the minds to be great in medicine. You don't think if someone like myself, 
I will say. If they was in the medical field and they seen some of this stuff going on, they would be like, oh, whoa, whoa, this is, something's wrong here. So we need more of that bunch in there. Like I said, I call a lot of flack for that. But this is one of the reasons. All these black people around, we all, we're around here talking about something, oh no. Some people around here, well, you don't need education and stuff, but you, you don't want to go to white doctors. It was like, okay, well, what, what, what do we do? All right. Upon more research, I found doctors actually bragging that it was easier to use black Americans' bodies for research than any other race. Harry Richardson, excuse me, Harry Richard Bailey. He's a medical doctor. He reminisced in, uh, in 1960 at a Tulane Medical School graduation. He bragged about how easy it was to use black. And this was in 1960. Yeah, it was easy to use niggers. Well, later he committed suicide after being investigated for a total of 85 patients being responsible for uh, 85 people, the death of 85 patients. Harry Richard Bailey. Research the research. And this is why people, especially blacks, are skeptical. And that's the angle I'm going with this. Can we blame them? We talked about the Tuskegee experiment. Now, going a little bit deeper into the Tuskegee experiment, it was an experiment done on a, on, on a, on a, on black sharecroppers in Alabama. And, uh, and it was supposed to be an exchange for free medical care. But they didn't know that there was test subjects at the same time. They didn't know that. And it was actually putting syphilis in them instead of actually curing them. And to my knowledge, from everything I've read, even though there was actually a vaccine for syphilis, every person that was under these tests did not receive that vaccine. Do I believe, do blacks believe that there is a needle or, or a color behind everything that they do when they get to the hospital? Do you believe there's a black needle? Do you believe there's a white needle? Well, relatives uh, of relatives of Tuskegee experiment subjects, they're uh, they have already said they will never trust another white doctor. They just wouldn't. They just couldn't see themselves doing it. And I understand why. I really do. So when we talk about vaccines, 
So we, we let's let we we talk about where it derived from. Okay, well, the physician Valentine Seaman administered the first smallpox vaccine in the United States. He gave his children a smallpox vaccination using serum, and it was acquired from Edward Jenner. Now, these uh, vaccinating that vaccinations uh, seem to work. And as we said on the, on the first uh, segment, um, there are some traces of, you know, where vaccines actually work. We have. But are vaccines 100% effective, though? That's the main question. 100% effective. And I can't say no. I, for all the research I've found, I didn't hear... This is going to cure something. This is going to end COVID. They are made to protect from future exposure. However, individual immune systems are different. Some will generate adequate response and some will not be effectively protected. So it goes by your immune system. It's by you. Um, Well, here's the thing. And I'm down here in Atlanta. And I know for a fact that people are walking around with it. I know that for a fact. Hmm. Asymptomatic. And if I had to be honest, I probably, I think I am. Asymptomatic. <laughs> so cool. I've, I've, I have, I've been around people that have tested positive for it or have tested positive for it at some point. Did that make me go get tested? No, it didn't. Um, I just don't, I do, I just don't want to do, do, do any of it. That's, that's, that's just my, that's just my opinion. That's just, that's just my story though. So, before we move on to our next segment, or the next thing I'm going to talk about, which is the financial part of COVID, this is the question that you need to answer in your mind. Is the costly or the unknown effect from the vaccine is the unknown effect of that worth you potentially spreading a virus to someone else you 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 now i haven't been around my parents since for a long time and in run one because like i said i'm down here in atlanta and I, and, and they are older they're up in age so i'm struggling with this myself i'm not i'm not excluded from this I don't want to take the vaccine, but I don't want to go around my parents either. Oh, why you don't want to go around your parents, James? You must, you, you must believe in this. Or, you know, I mean, so, I mean, hey, I'm, I, I'm not excluded from this subject. Okay? But that, that's, that's just where I stand with it, though. That's just where I am with it. So I, I framed this whole conversation 
so cool. I framed it with this subject topic came up because of my job. And, you know, right away, I'm like, okay, I know for a fact I'm not going to quit my job. I'm going, I'm going to keep going to work, whether I'm vaccinated or not. I'm, I'm just going to do that. But to my surprise, you'll be surprised how many people are really quitting their job. They're really just quitting their job. It's, it's actually easier to quit their job. Uh, gaps in resumes are more common now. It's okay. Hey, so cool. I remember, um, I think when uh, Saya, well, I shouldn't have said her name. Saya, that's my daughter. She was born. She was, um, she was a little premature. And at the time, it was cheaper for me to stay home and watch her versus work and in a daycare and everything she had going on just for the situation at the time. So it was cheaper for me to just, it was cheaper for the family at the time to just do that. And um, that was the first time I had, and I'm getting ready to go here. Oh yeah. Unemployment. And boy, that thing was coming around like Christmas. Uh, now nah, I didn't voluntarily quit my job at the time, but that's just the way life was at. So I, I got that, I got them benefits. And at the time it is actually during a time of the crisis. Uh, I don't want to say a crisis, but, uh, uh, not a great depression, recession, the recession in 2008, around that time. And, um, you know, I just remember getting the benefits and I just remember how, you know, it made life a whole lot easier, even though it wasn't that much money for the time. But I'm going all the way to say this. You'll be surprised. 3,000, excuse me, 344,000 people to 2,000, excuse me, to 2.9 million to 344,000 to 2.9 million in between that quit their jobs by July of the past year. Now, the pandemic came real down and say in March. By July, 2.9, 344 to 2.9, people was quitting their jobs at an alarming rate. But who did it hurt? Or who did it help? Ah, I had those numbers too as well. In fact, I know this woman and um, she was working at an elementary school. She had been at that school for years. So cool. A long time. And she said, well, James, yeah, I, I just quit. Man, just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going for that. And she just quit. She's in a bad situation right now too because of it. But she just quit. She feel like she's safe at home. Okay? Nearly 227 million people in America right now, this is the data, 27 million people in America right now are out of work and don't plan to go back. 27 million. Now, here's the part 
that's really jaw-dropping. You would think that, and when I came across this, I just had to go a couple episodes back. Of course, blacks are the lowest paid. Blacks are the lowest, 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 and all. Every number that's supposed to matter, blacks are the lowest. But did you know it's so cool that 13% of blacks out of work from April to June of this past year, during the height of the pandemic, receive unemployment benefits. 13%. White workers receive 24%, and Hispanics receive 22%. Wow. So on one hand, we're the lowest paid. <laughs> and on the other hand, during a pandemic, we get the least amount of benefits. Go figure. And white people get the most. And they keep talking about us voting either red or blue. And I caught a lot of flack for saying blacks need to be independent. And here's one reason why. We always get sucked in to things that white people get. And think we're getting it for ourselves. And we're totally out of the equation. And it goes back to what I said. They're going to always try to cover up supremacy. Find new ways to reinvent it instead of ending it. I was also surprised. Even in North Carolina. In the good old state of North Carolina. 10%. of blacks, of jobless blacks, receive unemployment benefits. 10%. So we got a ways to go, guys. We got a ways to go. We got a ways to go when it comes to understanding what this vaccine is. We We got a long way to go of understanding how we need to get in that field. We need to get near it. We need to be the whistleblowers. We need to be the ones standing on the front line when this stuff is given out. And I ain't talking about people that the white man is going to put in place. We really need some strong people if you want to talk about vaccine and black people. Okay? Because research do show that blacks have been the most least to take the vaccines thus far. I mean, it's an it's astonishing number, too. Astonishing number. Yeah. They're, they're just, blacks are just, they're just not doing it. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm proud of that. No. I'm not going to do that. But that does speak, that does speak a lot of value. It do. It speaks a lot of value. So, before I let you go, among other research, I found that a lot of these medicines, which don't surprise me at all, 
But a lot of these medicine, a lot of these things that they have came up with in the past, they stole from us. Even when it comes down to medicine, African-Americans had knowledge of herbs, roots, and other natural ingredients that made medicine, created medicine, created a lot of things that were stolen from us. Um, a lot of these things, a lot of things that we have healed from, African people healed from, derived from social and spiritual components. What does that mean? Uh, after you take all the the, 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 the trauma and all the hardship that, that blacks was going through, they found soothing, soothing pieces or soothingness through praying, through spiritual rituals, just doing things. All the pain they had was they was they had already buried. I don't think this generation should go through that pain. And when I say pain, I mean, I say the pain of unknowing what's going on with your body. That was pain. This generation is going to ask more questions. That's just who they are. And that's just who they're going to be. So, hey, we're going to come back on this topic. We're going to talk about it again. And maybe maybe we have some better numbers and 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 you know the second wave of vaccines did pretty good. But from all the research and from everything that I'm seeing and all the data, I couldn't blame you if you decided to pause. Again, here on the Black Coffee Podcast, we're going to come back and we're going to discuss this again. I'm pretty sure. In between the episode or two. And we'll see what the data says. We'll see what the number says. But as of right now, I want to caution. Thank you for tuning into the Black Coffee Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And I am your host, James. James. Allen. Coffee Pie, Coffee Pie, Coffee Pie.